Hey, this is uh, Shooting the Breeze, uh, episode 71, with uh, Bash and... And with me, James. How you doing, buddy? You alright? I'm all good, mate. I'm enjoying my time off work, playing my Series X. I'm back at work tomorrow, which is a little bit soul-destroying, but no furlough for me. Yeah, how's um, lockdown number two been treating you? Better than the first. I'm used to it. And I'm just like, you know, hopefully we'll be out of it on December 2nd and hopefully it's actually made a difference this time. Yeah, I feel a bit up and down with it, really. I think the the timing of it wasn't that great for businesses. I think what helped me is the fact that I managed to get my new Xbox and I've been at home and obviously been enjoying this. So, I mean, that's made like a week and a half of it go faster. Yeah, so like week two now, isn't it? Exactly, we've got two weeks left and then basically just see what happens. Yeah, but this whole you know, a lot of talk have been about a vaccine, you know, there's loads of vaccines coming out and this and that. Oh apparently the UK's bought like in five hundred million of them or whatever. And it's like they think, yeah, we're gonna have it you gotta what was it, you gotta have three injections spaced out over two weeks and they last they cover you for a year. Now, they want it rolled out before the end of this year. Sorry. It's got to go through so many trials and marketing. and We ain't getting a vaccine this year. We might get a vaccine this time next year. I think the problem is, yeah, people don't realise that this thing can mutate. Exactly. Like, and to be honest, I don't, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about vaccines, to be honest. That's the thing, isn't it? I'm like, okay, if it's safe and whatever, but it's been so rushed, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I get why it's been rushed because of the whole, you know, global economic impact of it. Really. I think yeah. I'll wait, I'll hang back and wait for um, a few hundred thousand people to have tried it, and then as long as you know they don't, I don't know, grow grow an extra foot or something, I don't know. I'll. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'll mind. I'm tall enough, so I don't <laughs> want to grow an extra foot. But like I said, like. I think the issue is people not realizing that the strain that tr- came from China already mutated into Europe. They already said it's a mutated strain. Mm-hmm. So, who says? And I read it earlier on as well. Like the the minks have had it in like Sweden or something where yeah. produce mink, and it's a mutated strain. So, so they're giving us a vaccine for one specific type of strain. Then. It's like flu, you know, flu. Every single year, there's a different flu vaccine. I don't know. So I'm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm happy there's been a breakthrough, but I'm still cautious and like the whole, you know, it comes from. If the it show. allows, if it allows people to have a little bit of peace of mind at Christmas time, so everyone can go out and enjoy and do what they want to do, then yeah, safe. But at the end of the day, this isn't going anywhere anytime soon. I don't think it's got anywhere near. Like, so, I think be this time next year, I think, yeah, it's going to be a continuous thing like the flu. Yeah, did you hear yeah. what Ticketmaster are doing? Well, they announced on their website, basically. Because of the announcement of the vaccine, they've said, right, 2021, there's going to be gigs available. So you can purchase tickets ahead of time, rah, rah, rah. But before you pr- order your tickets, you've got to prove that you've had the vaccine. So you've got to show them proof yeah. that you've had it before yeah. you purchase your ticket and before you'll be allowed in the arena. 
that's mad. Yeah, but who it says... makes sense, but it's mad. Yeah, but who says that vaccine is going to work? Like? Oh, exactly. It says there's some that's ninety percent, some that's ninety five percent. It's not hundred percent proven. There's no hundred percent success rate on anything, on a vaccine, I suppose. But you know, at the end of the day, it's still a bit. I think it's like I think we're gonna be living with this for like ages. If it like you know, if it is like like a really like you know like the same family from the flu, we gotta be really careful. It doesn't mutate. Yeah, it's going to be around okay. for decades. Like the flu, cold and flu, they still don't have a cure for that. No, it changes Everyone, every year. First, it'll start off with this vaccine, and then you'll find drug companies making bloody cheap little, oh, you think you've got coronavirus? Okay, here you go, take this link to us, it'll make <laughs> you feel better. It'll, re, it'll, re, you know, re, it'll make the symptoms a little less worse. It's like, this is like a fucking, ugh, I don't know. But yeah. People there with fucking nasal sprays going, oh, I've had my nasal spray, that's it, I haven't got corona anymore. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Well, I guess we'll wait and see how it goes, isn't it? But, um, God knows. I am uh, a bit, like I said, I'm a bit up and down with it. Really. We'll just wait and see. I think it's going to be a waiting game. But at least all I'm focusing on is the 2nd of December. Roll on that. Little bit of normality. What I'd say is, everyone who's working from home or whatever, anybody who's stuck inside, save your money for two weeks. You know, from now, save some money for two weeks. Then you'll have extra money for the second of December, so you can have a nice Christmas. You can have, you know, whatever. Mm. I can see where you're coming from, but uh, let's um, get on to what we normally talk about. I mean, uh, your Xbox. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, highly recommend if uh, anybody out there hasn't played it. Very in depth. You can tell from the get go that it is going to be an excruciatingly long game, but it's very enjoyable. Um, Watch Dogs Legion, um, very fun. Slightly repetitive, but fun. This year's Call of Duty, absolutely outstanding, in my opinion. Uh, the best one in recent history. I'd say for years, actually. I've had more fun with this so far than any other Call of Duty in the last probably five or six years. So, well chuffed. And then Game Pass, you know, download all your games, subscribe to it, download free games. They released um, a Series X upgrade of the Halo Master Chief Collection today. Yeah. So, if you're listening to this today or tomorrow, get on Game Pass, download it, it's good. You know, if you've got Game Pass, free game, you get five games which have all been enhanced. Yeah, I heard about that. Uh, Gears of War 5, also available enhanced. You know, it's... They've, uh, um, they've, really, they've really done good. Yeah, because like I said, you kind of went and picked one up, innit? Like, I did. I, mean, I was I lucky was, enough to get my hands on one. I was like, with you, I was like, what about if everything closes down again or whatever, but... It's mainly been well, pick yeah. up and collecting. It was basically pick up. I wasn't allowed one foot in the shop. Mm. It was literally they opened the doors, they took my receipt, they checked the bag, made sure everything was there, and then they sent me on my way. Yeah. Okay. And then obviously here in the UK, you got the PS5 coming out tomorrow, which is going to be same all over again. Oh, sorry, nineteenth, not tomorrow, the nineteenth. Friday. So it's out Friday. The nineteenth, you said. Yeah. Seventeenth. So, um... so yeah, it's out on Friday, I think. No, Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. It's out on Thursday. Yeah. 
Not long, any? That long. We haven't got many days left till lockdown's over. As I say, it's, um, it. it's we've got two now. weeks. Yeah, we've got two weeks, basically. Yeah. Two yeah. weeks tomorrow. It's not a far, is it? No. No? I'm it seems to have flown by, really. That's what I'm saying. Anybody, anybody out there who's, you know, been stuck inside, hasn't been spending what they'd usually spend, squirrel that money. That's what I'm going to be doing for the next two weeks. <laughs> the money I'd spend on going out or doing whatever... I'm just going to leave in my account and then I'll check my bank balance on the second and be like, all right, say, I've got a little bit extra. Let's buy some presents and yeah, yeah. go back out into the public. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, I guess we'll start off with a Hell in a Cell review, even though it was a while ago. <laughs> I think we'll just cover like, the main bits and pieces. Like, uh, oh, I think the three Hell in a Cell matches were all different. I think they all played out quite well. You know. From what I can remember, yes. I think my my favourite would have been Sasha and Bailey. Um, I liked the Reigns one. I think Reigns and Jey Uso was good, but I, like to me, I don't understand why you were turning heel that quickly again. You know what I mean? That didn't make sense to me. Yeah, it's uh. Like, I don't mind him being here. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, oh, you have him as this like, major face for, like, that long, and then next thing you know, they just turn him heel. Well, yeah. But that oh, that's my opinion on it, on it anyway. I mean, I mean the, the what they did with Otis, they fucking really screwed him over on the poor guy. Hey, Walter. No, Otis, Otis. Oh, Otis. Nah, they made the right call. They needed to get that briefcase off him. And long-term booking, this can turn him into a very sympathetic face because, you know, he got Mandy Rose, then he lost her. He got money in the bank, then he lost it. His tag partner turned on him. He, You can make him like a, you know, underdog baby face. I, the, think, I think Vince just lost... I don't know. I think the thing is with Otis, you need the crowds. Like, because he would be an absolute face. Everyone would love him. He'd be, he'd be similar to Big E, just not as good. Yeah, but Big E is not doing nothing like that after this split. You know what I mean? <sighs> after this draft, the main people who have been doing stuff are the people who were doing stuff before. Royal Rumble's going to be quite interesting. I, I wouldn't be surprised. You're going to have some... Um, I think you're going to have some younger talent who are going to thrive in it and you're going to have some surprise winners. Like, I'm still picking Big E to win it. But this is the first rumble where it's going to be in the Thunderdome and not having any crowd. I think there might be in the States. No, I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing any crowd for the Royal Rumble. I WrestleMania, definitely. Royal Rumble, I'd say, possibly. No, not the way the pandemic's going and stuff. WrestleMania, maybe. Royal Rumble is too early. Well, you never know. Biden might be smart and just put the country into a lockdown like Trump should have done six months ago. I doubt it. I think, I think they're going to emergency use whatever this vaccine's going to be in January and try and vaccinate as many people as they can. But it's going well, to if be... they vaccinate everyone in January, then... It's not everybody. A lot of people are going to be like, we don't want to be vaccinated, and then you're in trouble again. Mm, 
You know what I mean? In countries that where there's like authoritarian rule, you can be like, you know, China, Russia, whatever. You can be like, you're gonna be vaccinated, or we're gonna kill you. Basically, <laughs> I hate to say yeah. it, you know what I mean? But that's how, that's what it's like, isn't it? You get the injection Yeah, like, you know, in bloody China, they were locking people in their own flats. You know what I mean? With security guards and police and, like, you know, whatever outside. So. And in Russia, they been been Putin would just probably murder you. Oh, yeah, you Putin will give a fuck. Or, or a throw you in jail or whatever, you know what I mean? So, you know, in countries like that, probably, but here, like, you know, Western so-called free democracies... You're going to have a lo- loads of opposition to it as well. More than likely. You need at least 70% of your population. Mm. And the amount of people that are in America. I don't know. I reckon they'll be lining up around the block. They'll just be there going, right, injection, injection, injection. Yeah, but, but then again, you have to have it spaced apart as well, people. remember. Yeah. That spacing apart thing is going to be the one. But everything, the timing of things are going to be pretty difficult. I think WrestleMania, you're going to have a small crowd. Mm, you're, not, you're not going to have like fucking 300,000 people or whatever traveling from overseas and this and that. You're no. going to have like, like, you know, what, like AEW is doing like, you know, you're going to have like 2,000, 3,000 people just set in separate places and stuff like that. But that's mm. like my thinking of it anyway. Yeah, not bad shit. You know, because the handover is late January. Oh, yeah. Uh, Royal Rumble's late January. Mm. So, Royal Rumble's going to be in the Thunderdome. Guaranteed. That's fair enough. That would be in the Dome. And then WrestleMania, as a push, you're going to have it in the small arena. Yeah, so they, probably... so they so they can test out what's going on, and it's probably going to be an outdoor arena as well. Mm, it's not a bad show, it's actually. You know, they're going to be cautious. They're not going to move into, a, you know, slap bang. Let's fucking all systems go again. Because if one person's there on an indoor place, and they find out there was a the case there, everything is shutting down again. Yeah, that's true. You know, so it's better to be cautious and careful and then fucking blow your whole load on one show and then not be able to do anything again. Mm, it's like the true. cases in Japan. Like, luckily, New Japan haven't had any cases in their shows, but the cases are starting to go up back there again. Oh, God. So, you know, it's a bit. I think. After January, February is the major telling point of where this is going to go for the next seven months, eight months. Mm. You know, if the government's looking at, you know, in our country, extending schemes that weren't even meant to be extended until March, it's kind of a telltale sign that, you know, you could be having mini lockdowns here and there again. Oh, yeah. You know, that's my, my, you know, perspective on it. That's good chat, good chat. But yeah, um, um, wasn't a bad head in the sun apart from like the end title switch. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the whole Randy Orton winning the title. Yeah, and then well, like coming on to it now and like losing it again. 
It's a bit stupid. I reckon the only reason they've done it is because they want Orton to beat Flair's record. Yeah, but he's 14, isn't it? So he's 14, so he needs to... I reckon they're going to hot potato that title until Randy Orton's at 16. And then, he, and then I can envision them having... Like Orton as champion on his sixteenth reign and have Cena challenge him and then they can determine who's beating Flair's record. That's the only thing I can see happening. So I don't to me it just, just doesn't make any sense like having If they can swap that title another twice before WrestleMania, I would not be surprised if they somehow do it. But then it's like why why take it off Drew in the first place? Drew's gonna lose it again. He's gonna lose it to Orton again. So bad, he's gonna lose it at TLC. Yeah, I don't think he lose it at TLC. I think he lose it at the Royal Rumble. I don't know. I'm happy that Drew's champion again because I'm not an Orton fan. And to be honest, if it, if the end game is they want Cena versus Orton to determine who's gonna take over Ric Flair's reign, then I would pick Cena all day every day. I don't know. To me, it's just it just was nonsensical. Just like booking wise, I don't know. They need to. Uh, I, that's the only, the only. Yeah, it's, it's plausible. The only scenario that makes sense to me. It's plausible, but then you shouldn't have took it out during the first place, then, because it makes no, sense. It's a means to an end. It is a means to an end, but it was just if you're gonna go on the road to Survivor Series and have the best of the best, yeah. If you want Drew to look, you know, strong. It's kind of it's kind of screwed up Drew and Reigns now. I'll get to that later, obviously, but you know that, that's going to end in a no contest. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. Because you can't have you can't have one suit one. No, that ain't having a clean finish. No, it's not. So, but my view is right. The uh, Reigns kind of you know gets you know some loads of offense on Drew, right? And Miz comes in to try and cash in, mm-hmm. but then, like you know, Reigns you know stops him or like you know hits him or whatever, and the referee sees it, and then it ends up being like a no DQ finish, like you know a DQ finish. I won't be surprised. I I reckon when Miz cashes in, I think he's getting that belt. Yeah, Miz is gonna cash in, but for the moment he's using it. They're gonna use it as a like you know. A whole, you know, really won't he, you know, DQ, whatever, you know, in betweenness. To be fair, there's no actual real way of McIntyre losing that belt another twice before WrestleMania without making McIntyre just look like an absolute chump. Yeah. So I wouldn't, it won't be this WrestleMania. It'll be the next, not, it'll be 2022 WrestleMania. Mm. And then it's going to be the main event for that WrestleMania is going to be Orton versus Cena for the belt. 100%. No, that's if Cena's flipping. Cena will come in and do a, do a program with Orton if Vince offers him and if the money's right. Making, well, he was making bare money in Hollywood, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's doing good. No, that's, um,. Talk about the match that a lot of people were talking about Walter versus Ilya Dragunov. Did you watch it? Uh, of yes. Yeah. Ilya Dragunov is a future star. 
I think they need to bring him and Walter to NXT. Or just NXT I think, in I general. Think they need him on the main I think NXT first. Because obviously we'll talk about NXT in a minute and who's come back and whatever. You know. Uh, like, uh, who's come back now? Um, well, Pete Dunne's back. Pete Dunne's back and then he's yeah. in a heel faction. Which yeah, doesn't with, really with bloody Pat McAfee. Yeah. It's just, just weird as hell. Like, obviously I know they're going towards war games and whatever, but obviously we'll get on to that in a bit. But that match was arguably one of the best in this kind of no like empty arena kind of I've I've seen Walter live and the guy is scary yeah but it was just yeah Dragunov just wouldn't quit no he wouldn't stay down that was he's, um, he's come out and said that he wants a match with the Fiend right. Dragunov did Dragunov he came out and said that he wants he wants a match with the Fiend that is strong style and a strong style gets you know, I don't know how you think it felt about it, but that was a strong style, stiff match. I'm surprised Dragunov could still breathe after that match. <sighs> I suppose both of them could, really. They both kind of put it out there. You know, it's not to say that, you know, that NXT is. NXT UK gets overlooked to like. Well, half the time, it's never even on the bloody network. I guess overlooked until there's like a big, like you know, takeover or the big like. And then it ends match up making match of the year candidates. Yeah. And then which everything is, else is just, like, forgotten. Yeah, which is sad. Mm. Like, to have bits and pieces of brilliance. Do you know what I mean? Oh no, definitely. And you get that bits and pieces of brilliance, and everyone's like, "Oh, NXT UK and whatever." I'm guilty of it, you know. I'm not like. I'm not watching like you know all the time or avidly or whatever. I kind of dip in when there's a takeover or when there's a you know a big match that people were talking about like this one. You know what I mean? I'm still waiting for uh, Dan Maloney to debut properly on NXT UK. Yeah, I think they just signed Rampage, didn't they? Uh, yes. Yeah, they just signed him. So. What about Gargano on NXT? You losing the um. The uh, North American Championship to basically a nobody. Has he lost it again? Yeah. So they took it off Damien Priest. There you go, I'll get it up. So they took uh, it off Damien Priest, yeah. Yeah. Which is stupid in my view. Unless he's going to chase the NXT title, which I don't think so. So, Gargano so basically. Gargano's in the ring and he says, right, open challenge. Yeah. And um, Leon Ruff yeah. uh, came out and he basically beat Gargano in 30 seconds. Yeah, so that, so basically, the, the, what are they doing with that belt? I have no idea. I think it's got to be a means to get Gargano on the main roster. It's just, to me, it doesn't make sense why they would take it off Priest when he was was really good with that belt and he was going somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know. It's all it's all scrambled at the moment. I mean, I, I, funnily enough, I was um, on Xbox Live with my cousin uh, prior to doing this chat and I was actually saying that 
because you know he, I, I said we were recording in a bit and um, he says well what's going on wrestling at the moment I went or he goes like how is it and I went it's a little bit all over the place at the moment well it is a little bit jumbled in it but obviously a global pandemic going on in it I know but so. it's it's like they started off really well in how they were handling it and now it's like it feels as though they're panicking I think everybody's panicking really I mean obviously I will get onto New Japan and AEW in a bit obviously mm-hmm. but um yeah um shall I pull up the Survivor Series card yeah you can do we'll and, do predictions uh, we'll jump into some AEW and uh, New Japan in a bit uh, but yeah, like you know, you are right. Like you know, so Survivor Series is at the weekend, so okay. this Sunday. We can't believe it's this Sunday already. Then we got to take over though as well. Hold on. Isn't there a takeover this weekend as well? Uh, I'm not too sure about takeover, but um, I'll have a look. Normally, there's a takeover before Survivor Series. I don't think it? there is. I don't think there is because oh. they've not set up anything with Finn Balor or anything like that. Is it? Uh, next week takeover. It should normally be War Games, isn't it? Yeah. Before Survivor Series, isn't it? I don't think that's going to be happening this weekend. Yeah, you're right, yeah. So you're right, yeah, you're actually right there. So I'm just going to Survivor Series. Uh, let's talk about like Undertaker for a bit, because like, I was thinking of this. Well, we haven't, we'll go through the Zelina Vega saga first. <laughs> I mean, so Zelina Vega didn't want to give up her Twitch or OnlyFans and was very kind of vocal about unionization within the company and she basically got sacked <laughs> yeah she got sacked but she had like people vouching for her yeah but like she's aj gone. and you know yeah you know, probably all agreed with her but the thing is it's I mean, she, she claimed that she was making more off her Twitch channel and her OnlyFans than WWE were actually paying her. Which, now, if that's the case, then it's a no-brainer. You just go where the money is. And WWE didn't really give her a choice anyway. They let her go. Um, bit of a bad move on their part, and it doesn't really make them look very good. No, yeah, like, but... a lot of people are, like, saying that, like, you know, why can't people be making like you know money like outside of WWE because Vince wants to cut but it's not that Vince wants to cut Vince wants to control everything but yet when it comes to Brock Lesnar Brock Lesnar can wear anything on his fucking you know shorts or whatever so could Ronda Rousey Ronda Rousey's got her gaming channel and she had that even when she was apparently she's not under contract with WWE anymore but even when she was she was still doing that but nobody said fuck all to her I think a lot of things, like, you know, it's the same happened in the UFC when a lot of people were, like, making money off sponsorships and whatever. Yeah. And um, basically, like, 
the UFC turned around and like say you're not allowed to wear like anybody's you know because they got a deal with Reebok basically and said you have to wear these t-shirts and you know whatever uniform or whatever mm-hmm. and a lot of, lot of peep fighters like you know you're not paying us enough and you, you know we're, make, we're making more money off sponsorships than you know gaming or whatever you know then you what you're paying us to fight so so basically they're getting more money off monster energy drinks than they are off adidas yeah off reebok yeah basically or reebok, so I, think, I think it's the same thing that's going on with um wwe really it's like page they've done the exact same thing to her but they've turned around to her and said right we'll keep you under contract you're not allowed to wrestle um we don't need you as a manager at the moment but so you're not going to be on tv in any capacity we've got nothing for you but you're not allowed to go out and make money elsewhere for yourself while you're sitting at home twiddling your thumbs it, it is wrong i think like you know it's i suppose like you know they're right about the unionization of you know wrestlers because they work as third-party contractors basically so basically like they're on the contract but they're basically like you know they're not it's not really a contract basically it's kind of like a self-employment thing it's like it's more like a handshake agreement yeah and it's like you know if they're making money elsewhere like you know they're making a living everyone's gonna make a living you know what I mean I mean you know NXT UK stars were still allowed to do like small indie events when signed by WWE and I think that's stopped now yeah that stopped ages ago yeah there's a lot of wrestlers that were in Fight Club Pro which is the events that I used to um, go to the ones that are owned by the company that's owned by Trans7 and um, basically a lot of the wrestlers especially in a group called Schadenfreude which like their main faction didn't sign with NXT UK because they basically got told if you do, you're not allowed to do your indie dates. And they turned around, a lot of them turned around and just went, well, say, I'm not joining NXT, I'm not joining NXT UK then. Yeah. Like Chris Brooks was then, Chris Brooks was really their biggest star and now he's gone to Japan. Yeah, he's in the UK right now. Yeah. But yeah. Like, he got offered a contract with WWE and he declined it and says, now I'm going to Japan. So he's somebody that NXT UK, providing they're still around in, I don't know, two to three years' time, he will get signed. It depends, doesn't it? Because he's got a lot of injuries and stuff. Yeah, because he's had a lot of injuries and stuff like that recently. He's had injuries, but he would be a massive get for... WWE and he can have wicked matches with Walter because I've seen them. I don't know. It's, it's one of them. I don't know. I watched Walter throw him from inside of a ring outside and over the like as in he threw him that high that he went over the guardrail. He bypassed the padding and landed in the crowd. That's a bit crazy. It was. It was a bit of a shock to everyone. Yeah, but like I said, that whole fucking, this whole, oh, you're not allowed to earn money if you're not, you know, whatever, outside the company, etc, etc, it's just, it's fucked up. It's mad, it shouldn't, 
it shouldn't be happening, but at the end of the day, it's Vince. It's his call, so... Yeah, but then it's like, you got people from outside the company, like Wipex saying, you know, Blackout, NXT, Blackout, Raw, and SmackDown. Like, that's never People have happen. always got an issue and they're trying to do shit like that. And it'll never work, it'll never happen. Whether we like it or not, well, it's good for us because we, we're wrestling, wrestling fans, but WWE, when they say that kind of, you know, when the intro starts to the program, like, then, now, forever. Yeah. If there wants to be, WWE will be around forever. Probably, yeah. Maybe. Depends, yeah, I guess. See where it goes, yeah. But at the moment, it's been around for flipping ages. It's been around for donkey's years. In, like, when it was the WWWF. You, you're looking back as the 60s. So, yeah, 50s, you know, yeah, probably 50s. The company's been around for about 70 years. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's, you know, then, then that puts Alistair Black in the weirdest position ever. Isn't it? Well, if one of two things is going to happen, either there's going to be, he'll either get pushed to the moon because they'll be terrified of losing him, or he's going to be buried bad. Yeah, but he's already been requested to be, like, moved and whatever. And he requested denied. to move to NXT. And yeah, I said no. Yeah, I don't see that. My theory was like you know with the Undertaker's final, whatever, you know, which probably I doubt is going to be his final thing. No, it won't. He'll get attacked by somebody. Somebody will go in there and fuck him up. There's people online saying it's going to be retribution, which I refuse to believe. <laughs> I refuse to believe a faction that is led by Mustafa Ali is going to be attacking the Undertaker. But imagine. <laughs> Imagine what that does for Mustafa Ali. I wouldn't be surprised if Taker's there and the Fiend appears behind him. Yes, yeah, see, my first theory was, oh, it's going to be whatever. It's going to be, um, what's his name? Um, um, Alistair Black. But see, after this fiasco. would be, because it's easier for a wrestler to be in a triple threat match because it means that the attention is not them. I would be surprised if Undertaker's in the ring, lights go off, then the Fiend appears, lights go off again, Alistair Black appears, and they have a three-way match. Because that way, there's less focus on Taker. Triple threat matches are easier, because it's easier on the older wrestler. That's why you see a lot of kind of older generation wrestlers in tag matches or in triple threats, because they don't have to carry the workload. I don't think, I personally don't think it's going to be Taker. No, I don't think it's going to be Alistair Black. Yeah. It might have been, but then given the fact that this has just happened with Zelina Vega and it came out of nowhere, I think plans may have changed very fast. Yeah. I think it's going to be The Fiend, because obviously The Fiend has this history with The Undertaker. It could be a number of people. There's a lot of people that have had history with Taker. For all we know, it could be the biggest swerve in the world, and it could be bloody Hogan or HBK or... Sting or you're gonna put imagine somebody. But imagine if it was Sting, like you're here and you know, yeah. Taker's there saying goodbye, and then Sting just appears and goes, "No, no, no, it can't end like this. We've got a match that people have been asking for for the last twenty five years. Sorry, you're not going until we've had this match." 
It could be between Sting and Fiend. It's if Sting was there. cleared to wrestle, then I would have Sting do it. Even though it's two old guys, if they trained, got themselves in ring shape, you know, got themselves as good as they could possibly be, there's no reason why them pair can't put on a 20-minute WrestleMania match. Like, one for the ages. Right, yeah. Given the right amount of time, preparation, training, the works. Mm. Give Sting that big payday. Because, I mean, if he headlined WrestleMania against Taker, Sting could turn to Vince and be like, right, if you want me to do this, I'll want three mil. And Vince would probably be like, yeah, safe. <laughs> All right, I guess we'll wait and see then, eh? Mm. But yeah, uh, they'll just go through the card. Yep. They'll start off with the 5 on 5 men's and women's. So, so men's is Raw and SmackDown. So basically, you got AJ, Keith Lee, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Matt Riddle, as I will keep calling him, even though they're just calling him Riddle. Yeah. Which is weird as hell. Then you got on SmackDown, you got Kevin Owens, Jay Uso, King Corbin, Seth Rollins, and they've got one more left to be determined on Friday. It would probably be Rey Mysterio, I think. Uh, or Buddy Murphy. Maybe, but Murphy's or... got that match with Rollins on. See, SmackDown, the biggest guy that they've got on their team is Corbin, whereas Raw is full of big guys. Yeah, Keith Lee, Strowman. So... Who do you think will be the final two? How many more picks have SmackDown got? One. They need a big guy. It can't be Mysterio. It's going to be they like fucking no... David versus Goliath. they got no big guys there, though. Big Show. Big Show on SmackDown, don't you? need somebody big. Right, who do you think is the final two? Um, if I had my choice, I'd go. I'd say Keith Lee and Rollins. Interesting. Or Keith Lee, but Keith Lee and Uso, and then I'd have Keith Lee destroy Uso, and then that can set up a Reigns versus Keith Lee. They're, they're on some, both on different brands. Aren't oh, yeah, they? they're both on different brands. Basically, um, this is just more like the team win. I'd say Keith Lee's going to win it for SmackDown. Okay. Then you got the ladies, Team Raw and Team SmackDown. Um, is Lana on either of the teams? Yeah. Right, Lana's going to win it. That's interesting. Because she's been getting, like, brutalised, you know, left, right and centre by Nia Jax and stuff like that. And I've got a feeling it's all to kind of build her as, like, a sympathetic baby face. Yeah, because they're already... They've put a... they got a chronicle of her, I think. She's been put through a table, like, ten times. Yeah, but they're having a little... You know, the documentary that they do? Yeah. They're having a documentary for her, like, tomorrow or something. Or, like, oh, I've got a feeling it's going to be Lana. I think Bianca Belair and Lana are probably be the last two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
You got the most interesting one for me is Lashley and Zayn. <sighs> I think Sami Zayn's winning this and he's doing some crazy he'll like cheat. Yeah. He'll do something crazy. Yeah, he'll cheat but he'll win. The best match would probably be between like, you know, all the matches that are coming up. You got the New Day versus the Street Profits, which I'm really looking forward to to look at. I would have the Street Profits win. I think they're going to put on a classic. Potentially, it'll be good. But is, is Taker appearing at Survivor Series? For yeah, he's appearing at Survivor Series, and they've been okay. building it. Okay, cool. That well, that'll probably be the end. That'll be end. That'll end the show. Yeah, that'll but... be the end segment. Um, and then the other one you got is Reigns versus McIntyre, which that's gonna have a screwed finish. Not a screwed finish. And then you got another interesting one, Sasha and Asuka. Um, Sasha just won the title, but Asuka they've been building, 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 building. This is the pick'em. Again, I would have somebody interfere and attack Sasha. So, so you're say saying Bailey or Carmella? Carmella. And so there's two screwed finishes on the, one of the biggest shows of the year. Yeah. I'd say so. Okay. Interesting. I'm going to pick... I'm picking Sasha Banks. I know it sounds crazy, but... Yeah, there's nothing crazy about it. Drew and Reigns already said screwed. Either that or McIntyre wins. Ooh, the way they've been building Roman Reigns and his title run and everything. See, this is why champion versus champion is never a good thing. Because one is... Yes, you remember, you got Paul Heyman. Screwed finish with Miz running in. Trying to cash in, but does he cash in successfully? No. See, no, I think he does. On Survivor Series, really? No, I just think when he cashes in. Yeah, but it'll be like a, like a fake cash in, like uh, you know, like before when you saw Randy Orton was out, and then Drew McIntyre comes and stops him. Mm. I think the opposite's going to happen. Reigns is going to stop him. And the referee is going to see it and he's going to be like, you know, disqualification. Isn't it? That's fair enough. That's imagine, if, imagine if Miss came in and did that to Reigns. He comes in and pins Reigns and then moves to Raw. Smackdown. But yeah, Smackdown. but you can challenge for any title. Mm. You know. Any anyone you can go for if you want. It says age. They're saying, they're saying age championship match and not saying which title. Before they used to say which title. <laughs> so you can go for any title. It's not just a world. They say a world title. So you can cash in on range if you want. That'd be a good swerve. It'd be a good swerve, but I don't think it's going to happen. No, I can't see it happening personally. But yeah, I think that's it for um, Survivor Series and the news from uh, the uh, corporate land um, let's go into uh, do you want to start with some New Japan or AEW or not much has really been happening in AEW I mean you had Full Gear which 
was a great pay-per-view for me it was anyway, great. from start to finish. Highlights of it is Kenny Omega. You know, he's turned around and says, right, um, he's ready to reclaim his... Um, you know, he says, other people have been out there having championship matches. Moxley was ranked, you know, PWI inside and number one in the wrestler in the world. And he basically says, right, it's time for me to reclaim my title of the best pro wrestler in the world. And he says, you know, I've been too distracted with tag titles, whereas I need to reclaim the championship and be, you know, going back to being the number one in the world, which I think is absolutely perfect. Well, he's kind of, you know, obviously coming back to his cleaning gimmick. Oh, 2021 is um, Kenny Omega's year. Well, the way that things have been looking there, obviously, like, you know, that opening match was a great opening. For an opening match, it nearly stole the show. Mm. You know, I thought it was a great little match, but for me, the best match, obviously, Darby Allen wins the TNT title. So That was a good match. And then you had, for match for me, it was a tag title match between... Mm the FDR and the Young Bucks I thought that was one of the best tag matches of the year yeah bar none like just the amount of like you know callbacks they had to old tag teams and the DIY and the heart attack and you know the Young Bucks doing their like you know Rock and Roll Express you know moves and just things like that from start to finish that matches just you know you kind of you kind of see, like they're setting up the elite to kind of start, you know, kind of you know taking over the company basically. Well, yeah, exactly. I guess you know, and then that um, the elite deletion was quite fun. I it thought, was, yeah. I thought they what happened to Sammy wasn't great though. You know, well, no. You know that pole spot at the end. I think, you know, the end chair shot shouldn't have happened. No, it shouldn't. So. It's, it's too risky nowadays. You can't be doing stuff like that. I think, you know, after, you know, you could see his bl- you know, blood on the floor. I think... It did go a little bit too far. I think you should have just pinned him, you know, after he went through the table and that was it. Yeah, I You know agree. what I mean? I think it just went a touch too far on that one. Obviously, the main event was brutal as well. Yeah. Oh, mate, that match, basically, shows Eddie, Eddie Kingston in his absolute finest. Another wrestler I've seen live, I didn't know much about him when I saw him live, but the stuff I've seen him on AEW, he's an absolute highlight. But hardcore, that was hardcore, hardcore. Oh, mate, that was fucking brutal. That was old school and hardcore, to me, anyway. Mm. Yeah, and you said that the, the title match was supposed to be December 2nd, but you said they pulled it back, innit? Is that correct? Yeah. So they pulled it back to what? The 27th? Uh, they haven't really given it. They basically said it'll be at their next pay-per-view. So they've said the match, the one, I think they want to do more of a build for it and obviously do it at a pay-per-view rather than just on a house show. Mean if, TV. If, if Kenny wins that title on just a TV taping, then it's a bit like, you know, come on, this, you know, this match could end up being, you know, an absolute classic. You may as well put it on a pay-per-view. See, my, my thinking was, obviously we're going to some, you know, segueing to some New Japan. Um, obviously they're on the road to Wrestle Kingdom. Right? Um, 
so basically I'm thinking that Mox is going to do the quarantine yeah so you reckon well the thing is though right when's AEW's next pay-per-view February the 27th the 27th of February so that's cutting it close for him to be at Wrestle Kingdom no January 4th and 5th so it's not long enough then he needs to quarantine two weeks prior yeah, but the match was supposed to be December 2nd, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Wrestle Kingdom's not until the 4th and 5th of January. So there's no way Moxley can be at Wrestle Kingdom? But how many Dynamites are left? Like, the last Dynamite will be... So if he's got a quarantine for two weeks... Yeah. So and basically... if, he's, if he loses the title on the 27th of December... No, it's February... Twenty seventh, you said, didn't it? So, Wrestle Kingdom's in January. Remember? Yeah, exactly. So and the pay- the next pay per view is on the twenty seventh of February. December. Oh, I thought you said it was December. No, you said originally it was December second. They were supposed to have the title match. Yeah. And you said they pulled that now, haven't they? Yeah. So basically, that means for in my head. Quarantine for Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, he can. If he leaves, like, as long as there's not an AEW pay per view at the end of December, then yeah. No, there's no pay per views. There's some dynamite. Oh, dynamites! You can miss. You can miss like the like Wednesday, like the last two dynamites of the year. Mm. Pretty easy. Because you know they they need the you know New Japan. Held off for a really long time now. I kind of need that title. That could be the beginning of next year. Could be very bad for Moxley though, because if he goes to New Japan, he's gonna lose the US title, probably, and then a month later he's gonna lose the AEW belt. Yeah, but you know, at the end of the day, it is what it is, and the problem is that US belt, you can't come in and out, and it. And it's not plausible having it on a Western champion. No, it's not plausible right now, for especially for New Japan. No, they need yeah. that title. You know, they need that, even though you know, it's like a secondary, secondary, you know, title. You know, he hasn't been anywhere since. No, there's still people who could benefit from having it. Yeah. For example, Zach's, um, Will Ospreay. It's not even Oscar, ideal, I mean Kenta. Ideal title. It's Kenta. like Kenta's meant to have that match, isn't it? You know, I wouldn't mind seeing Kenta and Moxley. Mm, quite decent, to be fair. You know, obviously, speaking of Wrestle Kingdom. Well, the booking was really odd at the end of Power Struggle. Yeah, so you got Switchblade facing... So Switchblade's basically got that briefcase, so... So basically, he's won the briefcase, but yeah, Abushi can still challenge, which yeah. is the weirdest thing because that briefcase was meant to be like, you know, you're the only one who can challenge for the titles, basically. Yeah. But then, Naito goes and picks Ibushi, and then like, Abushi's got to win. So what's it yeah. gonna be then? Night one is gonna be. So night one is you got. At the moment, we've got Osprey versus Okada in his heel run, which is uh, good, you know, 
what about the heavyweight match? What, what about the Naito? So what's Naito going to be doing night one? So Naito's facing Ibushi. On night one? Yeah. So then let's say he loses the belts to Ibushi on night one. And then night two is going to be Ibushi versus Jay White. That's if Ibushi wins. Okay. Well, I can't see Ibushi losing the title matches. Yeah, but then you got... Thingy losing. So basically, you got Nitro losing again. Yeah. Looking like somebody's somebody's gonna look like a dick. Basically. I just can't see Abushi losing. But I can't see Abushi losing, but somebody's looking like a dick. Nitro, by the sounds of it. Yeah, probably. So basically, and then if, alright, let's say Naito wins, then it's going to be Naito versus Jay White on night two. And between them, to be honest, I'd have Naito retain. Yeah, so, so one of them is going to look like a bit of a dick. Jay White isn't walking away with any title, like, on Wrestle Kingdom. I very much doubt. I think it's either going to be Naito or Ibushi. And personally, I think Ibushi's going to win it because. Well, he deserves to. Right. Yeah, I know, but it's like... The whole problem is like... I'm wearing a Naito t-shirt right now. I know, yeah. That one I brought you. Yeah. But the issue is, yeah, somebody, somebody's coming out of there looking like... You know... A, weak. Yeah, weak, yeah. Really weak, again. You know. But I, I think they've kind of booked themselves into a corner. Yeah, they have. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm just interested in how the hell they're gonna get out of it. Uh, I don't know. I guess we'll wait and see. Then, any? Mm, definitely. But yeah, I think we've kind of covered everything. Yeah. Um, uh, right now, so. I, well, I we'll suppose we'll for Survivor series. series. Yeah. So. Um, as always, please follow us on Twitter at Breeze underscore Shooting. Um, Get in touch. Let I'm us at, know what your thoughts on Survivor Series are. Yeah, I'm at the Broken Point One um, mm-hmm. on the uh, Twitter. Yeah. And um, that's it for now, I guess. Yeah. Uh, take care and stay safe. Take care, mate. I'll right. speak to you soon. See ya. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.